0: The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Azar chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. That is where it is said, Matthew 16, verse 18. I say, okay, verse 17. Jesus answered and said unto him, that is unto Peter, blessed are thou. Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Amen. We can only do the work of God with revelation. And verse 18, and I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In other words, what Jesus is doing, he said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell cannot stand against it. Now, when there's storm, when it's hard, when there's hail I mean, whatever it's, you can call it, and all that and so on, there are many buildings that can collapse based on how they were built, and based on the strength of the storm or the gale or whatever it is that comes up against the building. If the building is built well, it will stand. But if it is not built well, it will collapse. So the strength of the rain, the wind, the water, the flood, and everything that comes up against the building depends on the strength of the building. If the building is strong, it will stand. And Jesus says, I'm building my church. You know, there's a version that I can't find now, but very interesting. They said, I'm building my church in such a way, the way I'm building the church, hell will not prevail against it. Can I have an amen? I'm building my church in such a way that hell, can, the gates of hell can never prevail against In other words, I'm fortifying it. May Christ fortify his church here in Jaws. Are you here? I'm building it in such a way. The way I'm mixing the concrete. The way I'm putting the rods in. The way I'm doing the foundation. The way I'm digging deep. The way I'm doing it. I know hell will come. But hell will never prevail against the church. Do you believe it? Hell will definitely come. That one. We are ready for it. But when hell comes, the church will stand. Hell will come and pass, and the church will be standing. Amen. So we are privileged to be part of what Jesus is doing. I feel that that is the greatest honor God will do us. Amen. Bennett, that is one of the, the greatest honor God will do you. Is to employ you to be a laborer in the building of the church. Hallelujah. You are honored that Jesus says that, Bennett, come and carry the sand for me to build my church. It's an honor that you are called. All of us who are involved in building, God has honored you. Richard, if I'm saying, God has honored you all your sins are forgiven. God has honored you, (laughs) amen, to be part of what he is doing. There's something we call the blessing of inclusion. When you are included, the blessing of what? They're blessed of what? Inclusion. Lie and all that is so on. And then they go, they're they so justify your inclusion. Because we are my rights. Justify your inclusion. So they go and play matches. And then, they, 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 they organize and, in fact in Africa, people go for juju to go and play football. I don't know why the juju doesn't work in Europe. Why the juju, when you play Nigeria, when you play Germany, score us. One day I was watching a I was watching a soccer, when was watching, I heard about a match in Cameroon. Both of them went to see the same juju man. And the Juju man told this team: if you enter the if you entered the stadium if you enter the field first. You lose the match, and so the other team also. If you enter first, you lose the match. So they all arrive at the stadium, and they're all on the touchline. <laughs> Africa, we are very interesting, I tell you. The referee was in the field. When you're like, all trotting waiting for who will come first. Believe it or not, they stood there until the match was called off. Because the German has told anybody who entered the field first will lose a match. <laughs> I don't know how, how we think in this part of the world. We can you believe it? Africa, what the freaking is this? That they stood at the touchline. All through. Referee kept on blowing. Come on, all it them. I said, no, I would never go first. You should go first. So this is watching, this is watching, this is watching. watching. They stood there. Ten minutes. Fifteen minutes, thirty minutes, forty-five minutes. There is a look. I've caught the match of. I'm going home. Both teams were demoted from the first division to second division for such foolishness. Hmm. What a shock! I don't know why the, the the same juju doesn't work in Europe. When we are playing them, they the beat us. Hands Is it that the juju works more in Africa than where, where what? What a shock! Anyway. I'm just talking about the blessing of inclusion. Amen. The blessing of what? I I'm, you see, my, for me, I'll tell you something. One of that that is very important to me and I think about it all the time is the fact that God doesn't need me. God doesn't need you. God has just shown you mercy by adding you on. Without you, the work could go on. Without any of us, the work could go on. So if you have been called to be part of it, it's not because you are so special, but God has shown you mercy. Amen. I would say because of mercy, we have received this ministry. Mercy gives us the ministry that we do. Can I have an amen? Daddy, do you understand? God doesn't need you. Let it be always be in your back of your mind. God doesn't need you. But God has shown you mercy by saying that, Daniel, I want you to come and join the work. But without the work, to go on. Or oh, you don't think so? But you don't think so? You think that you are so important that without you, the church will collapse? It's <laughs> shock. The church will collapse be because of your face, your ugly face. How can the church collapse because of you? Way the church will never collapse. I've seen founders of churches die and the church carries on because the church was founded by Christ, not by man. The man was used to start some, but the foundation was the foundation is Christ. No foundation can be laid, but is not the foundation except Christ Jesus. Amen. So he is then it is founded, but he is the foundation. Amen. So it's important always be at the back of our minds. My brother, what's the name again? Isaac this, Isaac, very good. And then uh, Daniel, all right. So it is a blessing that to see ourselves and to think about all the time that somebody like you, with all your bad ways, God says, come and play. Come and join the match. You have been included. If I were you, I clap my hands for the Lord for including me. Oh, bless you. You think God doesn't know you? You think God doesn't know all your bad ways years ago? Eh? Or oh, ever, you think God doesn't know you? You see, sometimes God eh, is very good Oh, I see if he had not seen. He closes his eye and opens small. And I say, oh, come, 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 come. You know, and as we join in, God is working on our lives and making us better and better and better. Hallelujah! So God is very, very, very. He knows so much. He knows, he knows no so much. He knows everything. But sometimes he pretends like he doesn't know, so that we can be part of the team. We can be included. Read in Hebrews. 11, let's look at Hebrews 11. We. This is just introduction to. What we are going to be learning today. Are you here? In Hebrews chapter 11, we'll see uh, great heroes of faith. Great heroes of faith. Those who did great things. Now, faith is the substance of things so forth. the evidence of things not seen. In the elders, obtain a good report. Verse 3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Just give me a, just what the volume is like. By faith, Abel. What's the name we see there? What's the name there? What's the name? Abel. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. Let's go on. Verse 5. By faith, who? I didn't hear you. Who? Enoch. So we see Abel, good man. Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Wow, beautiful. He never died. Wow. Verse 7. By faith, who? Somebody say Noah. So we've seen Abel, we've seen Enoch, we've seen Noah. Being one of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared and act for, to the saving of, the, of his house by which he condemned the world, all right? Verse 8. By faith, I didn't hear you. By faith, Abraham or Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which would, after receive and for an inheritance, obey. And when he went out, not knowing where he went. Alright, and so again, and so on and uh, Isaac, and Jacob, and all. that mentioned all of them. Verse 11. Through faith also, who? I didn't hear you. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Amen. This I really like this, this verse. Receive strength by faith. Alright? So Sarah received strength. So we see Sarah, we see Abraham, we see Abel, we see all these great people mentioned all over and all that, and then uh, Abraham is taking quite a bit of it. Look at verse number twenty. Twenty. By faith, who? Verse twenty. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob. Even blessing comes by faith. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob. Amen. Verse twenty-one. By faith. Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both sons of Joseph and worship. Lean on the staff, right? Verse 22. By faith. So you see the names you are mentioning here. We see Abel. We see Enoch. We see um, Noah. We see Abraham. We see Sarah. We're we, we reading we read about uh, Joseph. we read reading about, pardon? Jacob. Isaac and all that. So, what verse are we looking at now? In verse 22. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made Moses. Wow. Verse 23. By faith, who? Moses, that all these, they are all part of the team. Moscow, amen? So, in the team that God, the God, if you like, Call it boss winning team. Isn't it? This is boss with the team that won the match, that won the game. The team had maybe Abel was the goalkeeper. We had Abel, we have Enoch, we have uh, Abraham, we have Noah, we have Isaac, we have Jacob, we have Sarah, we have Joseph. These are all part of the winning team. I don't know, I don't know who is who is who is Abraham here. I don't know who who, who is Abel. I don't know who is Enoch. I don't know who are those in the winning team. But you are blessed with part, you part of the winning team. Say amen. When they mention Manchester United or Chelsea, these are they are not doing well. Manchester City, these are the players of the of the team, the winning team. Or Liverpool, which also they are struggling, but it's not bad. I mean, mention you see. These are the names of the team that won the the cup. They're their name, and oh, you're yeah, so it's uh, nice to be included. So this is God's winning team, also. Can I have an amen? And then look at it. So that is 24. By faith Moses, uh, when he was come up here most uh, two years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God, than to enjoy the pleasures of sin, for a season, alright, now so that is uh, Moses, his name is mentioned, and several names were mentioned here, by faith, passage the Red Sea, verse 29, uh, with you on dry land, and all that, and so on, now, go all the way, now we are still on it, verse 31, that is a surprising verse, can we read verse, one together. By faith, the harlot rehab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. What an inclusion. Good people are mentioned and the Bible says that by faith, the harlot uh, rehab. We are talking about winners. We are talking about those who won the match. We are talking of those who were included. And we have good people like Abel, good people like Enoch, good people like uh Joseph. Joseph, Joseph and uh, Joseph and Daniel are referred to as the perfect people in the book of the whole of the old testament. Joseph and Daniel, they almost they didn't they never made any mistake the two people who are most admired and most closest to Jesus are mm-hmm. Joseph and then Daniel. I mean, all sort of things happened to him, but he never he retaliated. He was full of forgiveness and all that. Daniel went through all sorts of things. There's nothing that wrong with Shabbat. He has almost near perfect. That great people anyway? So, no, no, it's okay. okay. Let's let, 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 let. all right. go. So, all I'm saying to us here is that there's a perfect team, they call them the A team. Some say the A team. The A team includes who? Abel, it includes Abraham, it includes Sarah, it includes Isaac, it includes Jacob, it includes Enoch, Joseph. Uh, Moses. But the surprising one is the 31. The team includes Harlot Rahab. What a shock. I said, What a shock. How did Rahab find herself in safety? And then, of course, you must ask yourself, How do I find myself in? You, of four people. What a shock. Every I am not surprised that you are part of the A team. That when you are selecting, God said, don't leave Elvis out. Bring Elvis in. Some of you should say, God, you don't know me. That's why you are adding me. If you knew how bad I am, you will not add me. But God said, it doesn't matter. I'm going to add you in and make you part of the winning team. I thought you would shout amen. Are you excited about that? Yeah. Bennett, stand up. You look like a nice boy. But you've done a lot of bad things before. And still have some bad things to overcome. But God said, matter? You know, God has tried to close his eyes and bring you inside to be part of the winning team. You're not a reserve player. You are on the field. And the team is winning by the grace of God. You must be grateful to God that God has included you. The blessing of inclusion. God said the blessing of inclusion. That is why you don't have any reason to be proud. Precious! You don't have any reason to be proud, though. Because if we bring a video of your life, it's not going to be, nobody can watch it in the church. <laughs> what a shock. If that you have to bring Precious's video, I pray, should you bring your video? You want to bring it? If we bring precious looking like an angel sitting here, if we bring her video some years ago and we are watching the church, you say, no, this is, this is not, this is not precious. But God says that I've wiped everything clean. God God has wiped your slate clean. Cosby, God has wiped your slate clean, clean. And He said, I'm adding you to the work. The blessing of inclusion. Amen. You're looking at me, Gloria. Eh, You're included. (laughs) What a blessing. What a blessing that God has added this, his daughter. So I will look all her forward. He doesn't play as well as this other person. But um, you see, when you see her sitting by, mommy, that mommy's daughter, as if she has not done anything bad in her life. (laughs) <laughs> Gloria. For a second. You see, the way Gloria, I do. So be careful, of, don't, don't do that. No, that's how it is. Look, I'm excited that God's mercy has included us in. Amen? It's the mercy that qualifies you. Not your righteousness. The mercy of God. And when mercy brings you in, you must always be grateful that God has shown you mercy and added you in. Look at what Paul did. Paul said, I was a persecutor of the church. I persecuted those who preached. I chased them. I even, when Stephen was being killed, those who took off their shirts, they laid at my feet. I collected, I said, and I supplied the stone for them to stone that, uh, um, uh, Stephen till he died. But he said, I have obtained mercy. May mercy work for our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mercy is what has led us and brought us, including Pastor Ken. (laughs) Very true. Today you've been louder. Sit down. Amen. I said amen. Are we still here? Are we still in church? So introducing us to the battery that is dying already. Why don't you check the batteries? Hmm. what a shock so you are part of God's A team you are not in team B you are in team A (laughs) oh you should clap your hands for the Lord that you are in team A amen team A is the best of the team and team A includes Haloth Rahab is part of the team verse 31 again by faith, the hallowed Rahab perish not with them that believe not. She had received the spies with peace. Amen. It is a blessing to be included. Not that God, not that you be proud of anything you've done wrong, but be grateful that in part of your shortcoming. God has included you in. Clap your hands for the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So what am I saying this morning? What I'm saying this morning is that as we are here to be trained, we are here to learn, we are here to receive instruction, we are here to to get into the team well and play well. You must tell yourself, first of all, that I am privileged to be here. Somebody say, I am privileged to be here. Say like you believe in. Say like your voice is yours. Amen. You, that's number one. You must always touch yourself. Don't look at it as a burden, a chore. Um a job that you are doing that you are re- you really wish. You really wish it is already six o'clock. You already have, you start looking at your watch. It's not even nine o'clock yes. yet. What a shock. Mm-hmm. But you must tell yourself that it's a blessing that I'm privileged to be included in the team. In God's A team. This is God's A team. The team that shall win the battle here in Jaws. He didn't say amen. Those of you didn't say amen. You didn't, didn't get what I said. I said, this is God's A team. The team that is going to win the battle here in Jaws. We are going to be soul winners. We are going to be prayer warriors. We are going to be demon arresters. Hallelujah. We are going to be mega church people. God is going to use us to do great work. In the house of God. Hallelujah. God is going to use us. And anoint us. And we are blessed to be part of God's 18. team. Sometimes when I watch soccer matches. I like soccer quite a bit. So when I see some very good players sitting on the bench. And you can see that they don't feel comfortable at all. Because they feel that they should be in the first 11. But they are sitting on the bench. And some other people are playing, and they are asking themselves, "What what am I doing on this bench?" Next time you hear about them, they are applying to move to another team. What a shock! God has decided that He will add rehab to the team. Amen. So number one, count yourself privileged that you are here. Amen. And then. Number two, you must always look at yourself that I have obtained mercy. Somebody say mercy. I didn't hear you. Mercy means that you should have died, but you were spared. Mercy means that you should have been condemned, but you were given opportunity to, to uh be peaceful. And um uh, grace, come to this side so that you fill up this side a little bit. All right. Okay. Fantastic. So, Daniel, what do you understand by what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Give the microphone to my, to Daniel. What do you understand by what I'm saying? Stand up and explain. Wow. You understand that what? The okay. Sometimes even yeah. present, not just past. Okay, sir. <laughs> the past and present <laughs> cannot determine your hey. admission into the 18th. Yes. So, you no know, matter what you have done, God is still merciful. And God has included you in. Say, Amen. God hasn't enforced your wrong, but God says that Johan. you have shortcomings. Right. Richard, like what? What's your shortcoming? For example, stand up and answer the question. Right. Anger is one of my shortcomings. Anger is one of my shortcomings. Wow. One of the things I say to not uh, Richard, to ladies, I don't want you to hear, don't marry a man who gets angry too quickly. Eh? I tell ladies, so if you are so given to anger, it's not good. But anyway, I'm telling you, like he's saying, temp- he had, had, had a bad temper. Bad temper. But God is saying that don't worry, bring him in. You see, and the thing is that when you come with your shortcoming, with the weakness, allow God to work on it. Somebody say, Amen. The longer you stay with God, the the closer you get to God, the more God works on your shortcomings. So this one is saying that one of his shortcomings is his anger. He gets angry. He has temper. He gets angry. He breaks all the cares. I know a lady in the who was married, a married woman. When she gets angry, she breaks all the plates in the house. Because hey. we can you believe it. When she's angry, she goes and opens where they keep she and her husband keep the plates. And she breaks them and drops them. And it breaks all the plates in the house. And then hey, Mama Hey, this is amazing. And then when she's calm, then she and her husband will go to give in the and then go and buy new plates. And shove like a new bin and then go and buy new plates. After, she has done it several times. When as I said, this one is demons. we have to drive it out. Now you see, so it's possible. That, that you have very bad temper. You have your shortcoming weakness and all that. We are not here to focus on your weakness. We are here to focus on your faith in God. But God, God is able to work on your life. And God is able to make you part of the winning team. Somebody say amen. And God is saying that you are part of the A team, Richard. Part of the A team. Your temper, God is going to work on it. But God says that, I will look at it. I come in and it, And let, let me use you to work. And those who knew before, will look and say, there's something about Daniel there's something about about Richard that has changed. Hallelujah! I said Hallelujah. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Richard. You can maybe seated. So, so number one is a privilege. Number two, God has shown you mercy. Hallelujah. And then number three, if you are it's a privilege and God has shown you mercy, your purpose, your main, your aim must be that. I'm going to work the hardest. Hallelujah. I'm going to do what? I'm going to give my very best because I am not supposed to be here. You know, sometimes one day again, I was watching a soccer match and I saw a player who was brought in. You know, they, they started and then they changed and brought this person. When it was brought, I was watching with my friend, Bishop Adi in Ghana. We're watching the match and then when this Guy was brought about the 60th minute, 30 minutes to the end of the match. Hey, he was running like a dog. He was running everywhere the ball goes. In. I said, This man, he wants to prove something that look, this way, this my coach has brought me in. I want to work so hard that next time I'll be in the starting line. He, he was running, running everywhere. <laughs> we said that this guy, he, he will get tied to it too quickly. He wanted to make a point. What I'm telling all of us is that. If God has included us in, let us work the hardest. you know how to say "Amen"? Are you there with me? Are you guys waiting for Mister Moore? You have come into church. Beautiful. Right. Good idea. I like it. You're still here till the end. <laughs> okay. As he come. So they can stay in here. Alright. Beautiful. Alright. So that is what I want you to know. So, number one, you have been it's a privilege. Number two, you have obtained mercy. Number three, you are going to work the hardest. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to work very, very hard. Isaac, tell somebody I'm going to work very, very hard. Pastar. that case I'm going to work very 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 hard amen why are you going to work hard because you were not qualified and you have been added in people are fighting to get green cards to America, do you know that when you get a green card you hold the card like that me, a Nigerian born in the plateau look at me holding a green card American green card Hey! what a shock and you are in America when you arrive I have a, a, a car you away now. He went to America for a course then it was there for sure the time came that you should come back so when he got to the airport and he saw the plane that was waiting to fly them from New York to Accra he went mad I mean, it affected his face. I'm serious. He went completely mad. At the airports, when you had all of them going on, Saturday, he started taking off his clothes. I mean, he totally went mad. I'm sure you couldn't believe that he's leaving America and coming back to Accra. He went mad. So they held him, gave him injections, and so put him on the flight. And when he arrived in Accra, the- <laughs> when he arrived at the, at the at the airport in Accra, the madness came more. He said, I will not get out of the plane. He took the security men to come and carry him off the plane and took him home. He never got well till so he died. About eight years, he was a mad person. He was, I mean, very person, he was a mechanical engineer. And all that is on, but he, took, he couldn't believe what was happening to him. Till he died, a couple of days ago. You remember him? You remember that my, friend, that my cousin? Amazing. You see, so all I'm saying to you here is that if God has included you in, you must tell yourself that I'm going to work so hard that I will not be excluded again. Amen. I work so hard. I will be so involved. I will sacrifice. I will do all that I have. So that I will not be eliminated. God will not look and say, No, 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 Isaac. I made a mistake to add you in. God should never regret. Atta. God should not regret. Saying that Atta, come and work for me. God should never regret. Isaac. Oh, uh, Is Isaac Then uh, Daniel? How can I forget? That's Isaac. And that. God should ah. I not mean, say, When Isaac was coming, I knew he was not qualified, but I showed him And I wiped the slate clean. How come? Now Isaac had become so proud, so arrogant. Isaac, nobody can talk to him anymore. I can't said. And God said, I'm excluded. God should never exclude you. God should not regret adding you. Can I have an amen? And yet, just by the grace of God, we are going to see God's help and God's grace and God's blessing in our lives. Say amen. Everybody stand up. Stand up and stretch yourself for a few minutes. You're not going to get into the books and the material that we need to. Stand up on your feet. Blessing again. Lord, prepare me. Can anybody play um, um, Richard and Cole? To be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a sanctuary. For you. Lord, prepare me, sing it. Lord, prepare to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy, tried and true. Pure and, holy, tried, and true. tried and true. Tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be living sanctuary. For the days no. you cannot sing this for the song Lord prepare me Lord prepare to be a sanctuary pure and holy try the truth wait and see I'll be Sit down oh. so and let's learn this song. Very simple. I, can't, I recall you so much. What are you doing? Please sit down, everybody. Let's try it. Some of you are not singing, let's learn it. It's very easy. Lord prepare me. Success in life depends on preparation. Say amen. So I say, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. That's all. So everybody shall hear to sing it. I'm watching you. Sanctuary. You're in holy.
1: You're in
0: holy. Try the truth. With thanksgiving. With I'll, I'll be Sanctuary. Sanctuary. One more time. Lord, prepare me. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Everybody shall attempt to sing it. Pure and holy. Try it true Try it true With the same. I'll be a living sanctuary. For sing it one more time, Lord. Sing it. Lord, prepare me. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy. Pure and holy. Tried and true. With Thanksgiving, with Thanksgiving, i be, so be only alive. Alive. Now, the ladies, only the ladies, when you go. That you and me You can Try the truth with next I'll be a man. One more time, Lord prepare me, all ladies. Lord pure and holy, pure and tried and true, tried and true when I don't know whether you're passing on. Okay, now the men. Let's go. Lord, prepare to be a sanctuary. I'm watching you. you're holy. Tried it through. Tried it through to love With that skin I'll be A living you One more time But the men are leading so far Wow, beautiful. Yes, and you are me. Pure and holy. Pure and holy. Tried and true. Tried and true. With us, even. I'll be a man. I think the men got 80% and ladies got 49%. What a shock. Uh, Precious, what I say. The men are what? They are more. They are more, they are more. You see now. You see, instead instead of saying that, oh, okay. You do better. You are saying that the men are more. Yes, you should rather do better. Let's all sing. Lord, prepare me. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary young and holy tried and true Try and true And I'll One more time, Lord, prepare me. Lord, prepare me to be a for You're lady, right on will be It is a prayer, it is a prayer You must Yes Everybody, sing it. Lift up your two hands and say, "Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary." You're in you holy Sing it. Lord, prepare. Such a last you Such a very last time. Lord, May God prepare you. Amen. To be a sanctuary. Pure and holy. tried and true. Amen. I said amen. Right. So I'm going to share something briefly with you. And then you're going to connect to our prophet to speak to us. We'll take a break at a point. It's that all of you came late So. You see how it goes anyway. So I did nine. What is show? Hey, right. So um, this morning would have I am introducing you to this ministry. Say amen. I am introducing you to this ministry. What it means, what I mean is that we have been in josh for a while. If you've never read about it or checked on the internet or been involved with it, you would look, it will look accidental to you that I walked into the church, into a type of church, and as I have been here, I'm blessed, I'm happy But what am I into? What is this that I am doing? What is all this EPC about? What is this church about? And what are the tenets of our faith in life? And then, what is our in Latin they say? Modus operandi. Modus operandi. That is, modus, the way of operating. All right, the mode of operation, modus operandi. So, what is our modus operandi? I want to beg all of you, except it is exceptionally uh, important. Don't let me, can we turn off all the uh, If we are the fact, then make sure it works. Right. and then have faith to come up. And, um, yeah. So, you walk into this church, what am I into? I, when I look at somebody like um, Mordecai, as he spends some time with us, he's understanding more and more, am I right, what we are into and how church things work as we are getting closer and closer by the grace of God. Amen. And you should. Hello. You should catch. The spirit of the ministry. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And this is going to be. uh, A very short one. Because uh, we are here the whole day. So it's going to be a very short one. And then. We will be getting into. Other things. And. uh, I really want to hear. Bishop, speak to us in many ways. Amen. And um, I believe we will be blessed. It's going to be a good day for you. Oh, you have said a louder amen. It's going to be a... We will never forget. Hallelujah. A day that we are going to experience God's word, and God understands some things that we need to understand for our lives and ministry. all right, I hope you have started a new I' finished the first part, all right, if anybody is recording anything okay right one day uh David became a captain I see he became a captain in the name of Jesus. Oh he have said a louder amen. David became a, captain and I'm um, um, just showing you what happened. The types of people who uh, who uh, who were in David's ministry when he became a captain, right? And that is in Second Samuel, I believe. Finding it. Bible says that he became a captain of all types of people. There were those in his church. First Samuel chapter 22 and verse 2. Or oh, first Samuel 22, verse 1 and 2. First Samuel 22, verses 1. And two Bible says so David departed from there and escaped to the cape of the cave of Adulam. And when his brothers, okay, this is right? Let me take Yes. Alright. David therefore departed then and escaped to the cave of Adulam. And when his brethren and all his fathers, how it. They went down thither to him. Verse 2. And everyone that was in distress, and everyone came of Adullam, when his brothers and other associated and others with his family heard where he was, they came down and joined him. Not only that, but all who were down on their luck came around—losers and vagrants and misfits of all sorts—and David became their leader. And there were about four hundred in all. Let I me mean from the New Living Translation to U.N.L.T. He says, "One day, sorry." He says, "So David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. Soon, soon his brothers and other relatives joined him there. Then others began coming, men who were in trouble or in debts or who were just discontented. Until David was the captain of about four hundred men." This was the starting of David's ministry. Amen. It was the starting of the ministry. Bible says, there were David when she came called Adulam. And then Israel him. And who were, other, who were the other members of David's church? Hello? Who were the other members of David's church? Bible says they came and joined him. Move on to the next verse two. He says, Verse 2. Then David went from the abyss and then said, da, 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 da. Verse 2, not three. Verse 2 in your Bible. What a shock. Okay, go to verse 1. Verse one go to verse 2, please. Alright. Mm-hmm. David therefore departed thence and escaped the king of Adulam, and when his brethren and all his fathers' house heard it, they went down to him. The next verse. And everyone that was in distress and then number two, everyone that was in debts. How many of you owe somebody here in this church? You, you owe. You owe somebody in life. Can I see your hand? You owe. Wow. I'm looking at every hand. Okay. No, no. I'm, I'm watching. How many? You may never know. God will pay your debts for you. How many of you owe? Can I see your hand if you owe? Wow. And I'm watching the hands of those who owe. Grace, you owe. What a shock! Everything you owe. <laughs> Some people owe school fees. Some people owe uh, somebody with electricity bill. Madam, who do you owe? <laughs> what a shock! <laughs> yeah, you know Bible say that those who are in debt, and number three, those who are discontented, or who are grieved, those who have been hurt, those who have had difficulties. They all came and joined David's church. So when the church is starting, we have, number one, relatives. Number two, those who are in distress, difficulties, disappointed. Things are not working. Also, they all come and join the church. And number three, those who also are in debt, running, running away from their creditors, they find a cave and come and hide. What a shock. And then, those who are discontented, they are not happy about something, someone has offended you, Bible would say, they all came, 400 of them, and they made David their captain. But that is not the end of the story. When you have time and read to the end of First Samuel chapter, the end of uh, 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 First Samuel, and Second Samuel, then you discover that the same people who were in debt, who were discontented, who were in distress, who were aggrieved, they became David's mighty men. I see God translating you and making you one of David's mighty men. Hallelujah. They came in as vagrants, they came in as people in distress, they came in as people in, in, in debt. But read Second Samuel chapter 23. Bible says that in this and David's mighty men, soon you'll not be described as somebody in death, you'll be described as somebody who is a mighty man in the house of God. Oh, you meet a good place to shout amen. When God has finished working on you, Samuel, when God has finished working on you, Isaac, when God has worked on your life, you will become you move, you are you'll be translated from a distressed person from someone who is in debt, from someone who is contented, and become one of David's mighty men. It will happen in your life. It will happen in your life. When I look into the church, how many rich people, how many white but I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Oh, where do you live? I live in, some of you, you live in all sorts of situations, difficulties, but I'm not worried, because that is how the church started when David was the pastor. people with difficulties, challenges, issues, no job. How many of you are believing God for a good job? Can I see your hand? Father, look at these hands and bless them and open doors for them. Give them testimonies. Fulfill your good word in their lives. In the name of Jesus, say amen. God will do it. God will do it. Today, if I search you, if I call um. Uh, Isaac come. And then I call 3 and uh, 4 uh, men. Come and search him whether there's any money in his pocket. I, all I want is 10,000. If he turn you turn him upside down, you shake him, you let his pocket, you even move his trousers. I don't think I can find 10,000 on you. Can I find 10,000? 2,000 hey, what? One day, this young man standing here will be given off of 50,000. If I have not seen it before, it will be a different story. But I have seen it over and over again. People were in debt, were in distress, were in difficulties, were discontented. They have been in David's church for a while. God turned their last round. They became one of David's mighty men. Say, man. Wait, sit down. Kingsley, come. Wow. The way you are dressed, you are richer than this man. So, I just want to let, can you bring me a uh, let me up. You can't. Eh? Me, the bishop, you are disappointed. The whole church is watching me. Eh? You are what? Powerless. What a shock! But don't you see that you are you are embarrassing me before the whole church? Eh? This is embarrassment. But I'm asking you before the church, give me twenty thousand, and say you are not giving me. You don't have such money. Are you serious? Okay, let's make it 10. <laughs> Look, it's not a problem. See, for me, eh, money is not an issue. Money is not the reason we are here. We are here because of God. But God will prosper every single person who is serving Him. One day, this same priestly, I'll ask Him for 20,000, He'll make it. 100,000. So, Bishop, only 20,000. Take 100,000. If it it happened in your life, in Jesus' name, clap your hands for Kingsley. Thank you very much, Kingsley. No, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I've seen, you see, look at that scripture again. Look at it again. But was everyone that was in distress, everyone that was in debt, everyone that was discontented, gathered themselves unto him, and he became a captain over them. At the time of Pastor, Pastor David, his church was full of people in debt. It's not easy at all to be in a church where everybody owes. <laughs> it's not a simple situation. You are in church where people are in distress every day. Problem: My landlord is chasing. Me. Some of you here, your landlord is chasing. Your rent is due by the end of the month, and you are praying. A miracle happened. That miracle will happen in the name of Jesus. Some of you, your shoe is spot. You want another shoe too. You don't know how you're going to get the next shoe because the mouth of your shoe is open like fishing water. And you say, hey, where am I going from here? What a shock. Are you still here? Somebody told me how he's owing electricity bill and he has sold his phone to go and pay electricity bill. And he's my church member. Hey, what a pastor is this that the people are always in debt. People are always owing. But I'm not discouraged at all. The same. Hey, look at Second Samuel 23 and see how you are going to see your future. Should I show your future? Should I show your future? Second Samuel 23. Second Samuel 23. Now, no, the mighty men. The mighty man of of, of, of of David. Find it for me quickly. David's mighty man. Chapter 1. You want to see your future? Do you want to see your future? Beautiful. Beautiful. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, twenty three. Yeah, 2nd 23, verse 8. Verse 8. These be the names of the mighty men whom David had. (laughs) Hallelujah. Today, Amos said that he's in debt. Precious, are you in debt also? Precious also owes. You also owe. Hey, three of you stand up. One, two, three, stand up. Who also owes here? Who owes somebody here in this session? You owe somebody. You are in debt. You owe somebody. 20,000, 10,000, 5,000. Stand up if you owe. You owe. I so what do I do here? Because all my kingdoms are in debt. Ah, thank you very much. Thank you very. Now look at it. These are the you also in debt. Gloria, you owe you don't owe anybody, but you are zero now. You don't you don't owe, but you don't have. But you have in the name of Jesus. I think zero is better than minus ten because so she's at zero. Now look at them. These people standing here, and these are one of these are some of my key members. Worship leaders. Singing solo in the church. Playing instruments in the church. You also oh, Stand up. The one playing the organ also owes. Stand up now. Is there any hope for E.A.T. Saki? Do you think there's hope for me? How come all my members Oh, How come there's hope for me? Because they are not even at zero that we can stand up. They are negative. They owe. And these are my members come this home for me. <laughs> what a shock. My main church members. Atta, you organized people, and and bringing them all, you're coming all the way from the airport area. Pastor Atta, what a shock. Look at it, look at this man, always talking a lot in the church. You know how to worry, don't be afraid, joy comes in the morning. Trouble don't, don't last our way. But there's a what? There's a friend in Jesus who wipe your tears away. And if your heart is broken, just lift your hands and say, I know, I can You see, he was talking a lot in the church. You know why he goes? What a shock. The man is in debt. That's why he telling us, you should say to yourself, I don't have to worry. I don't. How to fret. Joy comes in the morning. Trouble don't, don't last all way. But it's true. And look at every shoe. Which is apron. Or napkin. On your shoulders. And then they are all on the stage. Meanwhile they are in debt. Uh, you are God alone. From beginning. Uh, but from begun, You are on your throne. You are God alone. And right now, in the good times and bad, these are the bad times, good times are coming, in the name of Jesus. You are on your throne, you are, still, you are God alone, unshakable, unmovable, unchangeable, you are God alone. And look at it, they are singing on the stage, happily, they are not singing, with grief. They are not singing in. They are saying, If you see them on the stage, you don't think that they owe. But just like you, they owe. But listen, the Bible said that when David came to Joss, when one day it should be said, when E.A.T. said he came to Joss, those who joined the church, those who are part of the church, those who are ushers, those who are singers, those who were decked, they were all men in distress, men in uh, Uh, in debt and all that. But we will come to chapter 23 and they will be mentioned, these are the mighty men. You will be one of the mighty men. Your story will be beautiful. I say your story will be beautiful. Do you believe what I'm saying? Your story will be beautiful. One day when you arrive at the gates in your car with your wife sitting by you are you still here? What I'm saying, some of you can't even believe it, but it will happen practically. Daniel, one day when you arrive at the, at the gates, I said, Oh, here comes Pastor Daniel. Bataya. No, I'm telling you. We started our ministry with students way back. Bishop Dab was a student. I was a student. We didn't have anybody in the church who was of any significance, if you like. Ordinary people, all sorts of challenges and difficulties, young people. But as we have moved on, we saw the hand of God in our lives. Am I talking to anybody here? Bishop Doug was like David in 1 Samuel chapter 22. That's what he was like. With also people in debt, people in distress, disappointed people who have lost their jobs, who are students who can't pay their fees and other. Today, one day someone was passing by our church. The person thought that, in fact, I, I was talking to a certain uh, man, who were, who were, two of us were telling them, oh, we're showing where our church was. You know what the man said? Oh, is that the place, that place where they sell cars? Because every time he said, every time he's passing by, he's so many brand new cars. I said, no, that's our church members with their cars. Their cars are their church members. I see it happening here in Jaws, in the name of Jesus. That day will come. That day will come. Note today and this week down. That day will come. All of a sudden, full of cars. All of a sudden, all of a, we have planted the trees and we have these spaces for cars because we need your car to be under a shade. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. And we are not here just to talk about God. We are here to teach you to do the work of, and as to do the work of God, the God that will serve all these years, He will prosper you. He will bless you. He will help you. One day, you will not be in debt. Others will be owing you. And you say, oh, I dash you. Don't, don't worry. Don't bother to pay. I, that will be your story in the name of Jesus. I said, that will be your I just will be owing you. Being, when I was in school, my Helen, when I was in school, I always owed school fees. Every day I was owing. Every day, I was, every time, from secondary school all through, every time I was owing. By the time came when the stories changed. Your story is changing now. Your story is changing from now. Things are going to take a different end. Look, I'm challenging you here. All of you standing here in this church. We are going to take offerings. And you are going to be giving offerings. Say, man. Today, so if you can give 500, 1,000, 200, very soon when you take this envelope, when you take this envelope, you put inside 100,000. Oh, you didn't, you didn't hear me. You did not hear me. I'll tell you the truth. Can I tell you the truth? Can I tell you Sometimes, when they come the offering after church, I feel sad. I'll tell you the truth. Here. Yeah, because, that even the transportation, the buses alone, is more than the offering. The cost of the buses, that bring the people it's more than if I tell you the offering that we received yesterday or the week before, we, more than we had almost 600 people in church. If I tell the offering, you collapse. Should I tell you? Should I tell you the offering versus the bus passing costs? But I keep telling my wife it will be over soon. It will be over soon. I don't know want anybody, to be, it will be over soon by the grace of God. Yes, yes. I'm not worried. I've been involved in church works for so long, and for too long, to think that God is a failure. God is a failure, and you will never be a failure in Jesus' name. I've been involved in serving God for so long. I've done the work of God for so long. Long enough to know, that God keeps his promises. We are going to move from 1 Samuel 22 to 2 Samuel 23. That's what is going to happen in this church. All of you standing shout, Amen! Are you still here? Yes. Yeah. All of you standing here. One day somebody told me I was owing and I was very, very depressed. In fact, as he was telling me, he was crying tears. Here in, in Joss, he was owing so much and he was crying tears. He didn't know how he was going to pay his debts. you know how much he was owing? He was owing so much, he was afraid to go back to his house. But I said, how much do you owe? One thousand. One thousand. That is why he was crying. He gave me the person's number. Please transfer the money to the person. Because if I don't pay, I will sleep in my house. One thousand. I said, "Oh God, no, 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 God, this one, this one, no, no, no." I said, "We are moving from second, first Samuel chapter twenty-two. We are moving to second Samuel chapter twenty-three. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody." It's a journey. I said what? I said it's a word. It is a journey. And a journey of faith. A journey of believing God. It may not come tomorrow, but it will definitely come in the name of Jesus. From 1st Samuel chapter 22 to 2nd Samuel chapter 23, it was a journey. As they walked, as the vagrants, disappointed, disillusioned, confused, Poor those in death, you are all following David, and they were their captain, and every time David had to go and fight people, and go and bring the food, they will go and fight some pieces of people in the bush, go and uh, beg them, uh, give them one, give us some food, and they would eat. Like that, David was their captain. But the same people, Ayaka, Bataya, the same people, one day David became a king, and then they were David's mighty men. I see my mighty men standing here in the name of Jesus. Do you believe it? I see people who are so poor that now they are they are Bishop Dak's mighty men. In our tell you have millionaires club. We have uh what do you call them? People who give offering, big offering, supported, healing Jesus could say support it. Give in the thousands of dollars. Elvis. this. That day is coming in your life. See, that day is coming in your life. Where you'll be one of the main givers and supporters. Helping the ministry. Amen. Helping others. Be one of those. How many of you would like to be one of the mighty men? Lift one and say, I receive it. Come and say, I receive it. I receive it. You'll be one of the mighty men. Ah, look at it again. These be the names of the mighty men whom David had. The techomites that sat at the seats, chief among the captains. The same was Adino, the knight. Put your name there. Say, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am, whatever, Adino. Put your name there. Amen. He lifted up his spear against 800 men and sealed them one time. Bennett, can you believe it? One of the mighty men, he caught up. But because a mighty man, he alone. In other words, you, you're you are going to bring bosses of people, 800. Yeah, 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 yeah. It will happen practically. I said this, I did man. not manipulate. 800 people. He finished them in a the day. My Lord and my God. Read on. Next one. Right, guys, sit down for a minute and then you can straight. And the next one. Alright. And he, and after him was Eleazar. The son of Dodo the Ahoy. One of the three mighty men with David. When they defied the Philistines that were gathered together at the battle, and the men of Israel were gone away. He arose and smote the Philistines until his hand was weary. And look at this: and his hand clave unto the sword. Give me an expression that is understandable. Clave unto the sword, and the Lord wrought a great victory that day. Amen. I said Amen. Okay, look at no Not amplify. I'm a lot. Another version. Another version. Right. Bible says, Eliezer, yeah, the Lord won a great victory that day. He say he was so, became so tired that it crammed around his sword handle. That means that the sword couldn't leave. You fight until the thing is stuck to your hand. It won't fall. Wow. The people of Israel came back, but only take things from the dead. Now go on, the next one. Next, there was Shammah, son of Agi, from Hara. The Philistines came together to fight. They fought in the field with of lentils. The people ran away from the Philistines. But Shammah, Stood in the middle of the field and defended it. May you defend the work of God. I said, May you defend the work of God. When they are mentioning the mighty men in Joss, they will mention Mother Mary. Can I have a man? They will mention Jasper. They will be mention Benny. They will be mention Isaac. They will mention Daniel. They will mention Gloria. They will mention Grace. They'll mention Vera. They'll mention Love you No, know, as you are sitting here now, you don't think you're anybody, but one day you'll be messed among the great men, mighty men. Today, our bishop, our founder, God has given a lot of mighty men. They go anywhere, anywhere in the world. He can send people there to go and do church and start ministry. Your God has given us mighty men. Clap your hands for the Lord, every one of you. So, um, what's the time now? All right. So quickly, I want to introduce you to um, what I call, or what we call in this book, Catching the Ministry, the Spirit of the Ministry. Amen. Quickly, and then we can. Uh, the, the clip you have, how many minutes is it the next clip, Pardon? one out thirty minutes, and then one after Right Pardon? okay, very good. We'll be watching, we'll stop we we'll watch we we'll stop the whole day, we are going to watch it and stop it, and you'll be blessed write down the notes because we are going to discuss them. Because there's a special message. You know what we call, some say campaigns. Say campaigns. We are going to introduce you to the campaigns of the church. The thing that will make our church multiply. Hallelujah. The thing that will make our church grow. The various campaigns that we have in our ministry that has made the ministry grow and multiply. I saw when my mission started looking after what we call the first love, the young people, not young people, not, not so young anymore. They've grown up, matured, married, have children, and all that. But I saw how we took a few people and they introduced them to campaigns in the church. And today, the last time they had a service, there were 21,000. Read my lips. There were how many? They did a special Sunday service called Swollen Sunday. There were 21,000 in one go, human beings in one go. And that's just one of the branch branches of so many, more than 400 branches in the city. That branch alone was 21,000 where our father, the bishop is. Because, and so uh, today one of the things you are going to be doing is to watch their campaigns or to learn from, understand these campaigns. But look at Numbers chapter 11 verse 17. Numbers eleven seventeen. It's too early for breakfast, isn't it? Who said no? Daniel, put your hand down now. Yeah, Bible those those who are hungry also were part of it. What a shock. Don't worry. It's just about ten. We're going to have breakfast at one thirty. Okay, let's carry on. Numbers chapter eleven. Verse 17. Let's all read together. Ready to go. Only two people. Are you so hungry? Everybody, start ready, ready, go. And I will come down and talk to you. Amen. He said, "I will come down and talk to thee there." And I will take the spirit which is upon thee, and I will put it upon them, and they shall bear the burden with the people with other uh, the people with thee, and thou shalt not bear it. Thyself alone. Amen. I said amen. Now what was what is the situation? In this situation, I'm Helen. What happened was that Moses was the one in charge of everybody, everybody, thousands, millions of people, almost more than two million, and he was the only leader. And so anybody with a problem, they will come and talk to Moses. Moses, my wife didn't cook for me. And Moses has to call the wife, look. You, you are married, don't behave like that. Good for your husband, okay? And they will go, and somebody will come. Hey, so this person has stepped on my toes. And Moses as he said he was every problem will come to Moses. Every problem will come to Moses. It leading two million people, a church with how many members? Two million. That is what Moses uh, Moses was the only leader and the ruler. And it was not so easy for Moses. So God told him that Moses, no, 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 no. It is not good. So let's start from verse 10. I'm sure, sorry, verse 16. And the Lord said to Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people, and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation that they may stand there with Thee. Amen. Bring 70 people. Bring them. Let them come and stand there with Thee. And He says, And I will come down and talk to thee there, and I will take the spirits, which is upon you, Moses, and place it on all the rest. So that what will happen, and they shall bear the burden with you. And you will not bear the burden alone. Say amen. They will help you to carry the burden. The reason for this meeting today, this retreat and training, is so that God will pick us out. It is not for the whole church. It is just for Selected people. That is why I was so happy when you didn't come yesterday. Because it is not for everyone. It's for selected people. Who will come together. And God said that when you gather like that. I will take Moses. I will take the spirit of you. So assuming this man is Moses. And he's is leaning. Look at how lean he is. You give you so many so many problems. He's so lean. Now, you see this brother Moses. He is a leader of the world, leading two million people. And every problem every problem will come to him. And God said, and Moses, don't do that. If you do that, you'll kill yourself. So God said, I'm going to do something. Lovina, are you listening to me? God said, I'm going to you select people to come. And when they come, I will take the spirit not my spirit, not God's spirit from heaven, but the spirit that I have placed on Moses. I'm going to take the spirit of Moses and place it on all the people who we have selected to be with you so that they will bear the burden of the people with you. So that you will not bear it alone. So the reason for our meeting today and yesterday and the weeks ahead, by the grace of God, you have been selected. Let your said, say, I've been selected. Say, thank you, Jesus. Say thank, uh, just not saying it. Say, thank you, Jesus. I have been selected. Amen. You have been selected for a reason. So that you will come and stand with me e. in A.T. Amen. Ask your pastor. Or wherever the pastor is. And then God will take the spirit. God said that I will take the spirit off you Moses. And place it on the 70. So that they will help you to lead the people. They will help you to carry the burden of the people. So that you will not you'll not be carry it alone. How many of you want me to die to die next year? How many of you want me to die by the end of this year? God be forbid. In the name of Jesus. But if I try and do the work alone, I can break down. Oh, you don't know what I'm saying? I can break down if I try and do the work alone. That is why many many churches are not doing well. Because the pastor is one man thousand. The pastor does everything. In this ministry, we don't have one man thousand pastor. Everybody can do the work of the Lord. That is our mantra. That is, our, 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 that is how we are worked all these years. That in our ministry, we believe that everybody can do something to help the work of God. So, the reason for our meeting now is so that God will take the spirit of the leader and place it on all the others also, so that they will help the leader to do the work well. Say Amen. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Ask neighbor, Do you understand what the man is saying? Tell him. I mean, ask another person. Do you really, really understand what the man is saying? Kingsley, do you think you understand what I'm saying? Very, very well. Very well. Now, let me ask you a question if you understand. I want to ask somebody a question. So, why did God say that he will take the spirit of Moses? Not he, God's own spirit, but spirit of Moses. And then put it on the 70. Why is God taking the spirit? Why did God say that? I'll bring the 70 and I'll put my spirit on them. But God said that I'll take the spirit of Moses. And put it on the 70. Why did God say that? Bene. Why do you think God said that? Stand up if you can answer. Praise God. Amen. In my own little understanding. I think because um, Moses already is the leader of people. So as a leader, also it's just like I'm you now. That maybe I'm making you my role model. Hmm. So I want to when people say something, I want to tap on the face. I think God wants to from Moses' grace divide so that we get to the selected seventy. Wow! That's right. Clap for, clap for the man. My wife, give him five hundred after church. Give five hundred for this nice answer. say, you are partakers of my grace. Me, I'm a partaker of the grace of my bishop. I'm a partaker of the grace. The grace was given to the leader. And I'm a partaker of the grace of that is why God forbid it will be demonic and disastrous for me to get up and say, I'm the founder from today. I've cut away from Bishop Dagwood Mills. I don't have anything. If I do that, I'm destroying myself. Bishop Dag has not been here physically, but in the room of the spirit, he's the founder of this ministry. You know what I'm saying? He is the founder. You may not have seen with your physical eyes, but spiritually, I'm a partaker of the grace on his life. So I'm here not in my own strength and strength. I'm here because the grace that God gave him and that's why I'm here. So like uh, 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 Benet said, so he, 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 the God is taking the spirit of Moses and placing it on it so that they become partakers of the grace on Moses' life. And then they can do the work the way Moses would do it. Say, hey will because there are different ways of killing the cats. You eat cats here, yeah? Then they do you eat cats? No, no problem. Cat is edible. Dog and cats. Okay, do you eat dog? Pardon? How many of you eat dog? How many of you eat dog? Wow. I hear it's a real delicacy. Eh, mercy. Don't come to my house. I have a dog there. I'm afraid of you. Don't come to my house because if my dog gets missing, uh, I'll not be happy at all. When I said, she lifted her two hands. Wow, Bishop, you have no idea. Beautiful, beautiful. But there are many ways of killing a dog. What are are some of the ways of killing a dog? How do you kill a dog? Pardon? Mercy, how do you kill a dog? You just eat. You don't know how to kill it. You just eat the meat. Yes, uh, Elvis, tell us. Prisoner. Yes, dead by, 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 dead by hanging. By hanging the dog. How can it be this cruel? You are hanging the dog. You are going to get. You are hanging it. That is very cruel. I don't know why were you born. That is a very wicked, wicked way of killing the dog. Hanging the dog. What other way can you kill a dog? What other way? Huh? A big sack. A big sack. Then use this pistol. Okay. You a sack? And you use a pistol. Shoo. You people are very cruel here in Georgia, so I'm so surprised. You look nice, I didn't know you're so cruel. You hit it, beat it until it dies. Hey! Pardon, let Grace tell us how she killed that dog at the other time. Okay. The Get up and let's, let's hear you. Mm-hmm. He the head, then... That's all. Just hit the head. And he said, That's all. When he hit your head, will it be that's all? He said, and, and that's all. What do you mean by that's all? Oh. <laughs> you take the stick it. And the dog is sleeping. Chow. No, no, no. I like not even the way people book chicken. You know, one day, somebody, I went to somebody's house. She was feeding the chicken. Giving them feed. And the chicken was eating. Eating. And then, I told myself, this chicken thing that this woman is kind. They didn't know that it's feeding them to go and sell them. Christmas is coming. You keep on eating, eating. This woman has a plan for you. Christmas, they'll cut off your head. You see something. They want you to be fat. You know, chickens, I've been sad for chickens. Nobody is kind to chickens. When you're feeding them, they're putting on weight. Easter is coming. Christmas is coming. You'll see their end. Anyway. So, that's the way to kill a cat. Or kill a dog. You put it in a sack, you hit it. Or hit the head, that's all, according to grace. Or you hang it, according to this wicked man. Yeah. Pardon? That's how they do it. Not you. You are too nice to do that, isn't it? Now, there are many ways. So, in every ministry, there are many ways of doing the ministry. Somebody say, man, their ways of doing the ministry. In our ministry, there's also a way of doing it. If you go to some of the churches we have in this city, Equa, Poking, um, so many churches, isn't it, in the city of Jos, they have their way of doing ministry. In our church also. And we are not condemning anybody's way of doing ministry. In our church, you also have a way of doing ministry. Just like somebody will hang the hang the, uh, the, 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 the the dog, somebody will hit their head, try to put it in a sack. There are many ways. Now we also have a way of doing it. So, and Moses had a way of doing it. So, God said, "I'm going to take the spirit of Moses and place it on your head, so that you do it the way Moses will do it." So, if you're in this ministry, you've got to learn how we do it here. I don't, know, I don't know why did not say Amen. We are going to learn how we do it here. What is it that has made us, by the grace of God, move to almost 100 countries? What is it that, by the grace, of God, has made us to have mega churches in so many places? If you are in them, in this ministry, you got to learn from how it is done, so that we can do it together. Because I don't want us to be doing ministry, working together here in jaws. We have a plan, we have a goal, and you have another agenda all together, it will never work. How can two work together except they agree to preach Bishop preach? How can we work together, Daniel? If you have your own agenda, you want to hang the hang the dog, and I want to hit the dog's head. There must be one way. Do you understand? So, if you are in the church, find out. That is why you need the grace of the leader to be on you. So you can do it the way the leader will do it. So, a day will come when they see Pastor Peter. Ah, Pastor Peter reminds me of Bishop Saki. Because he has been with me. He has seen how I do it and doing the way I do it. So that he has received the grace on my life. When you see me, you see there was, ah, you remind me of Bishop God. The way you talk, the way you talk to people, the way you remind me because the spirit of the leader must be on me so I'll do it the way our leader does it. So that if the church is working in Ghana, it can also work here in Jos. I see the ministry working here in Jos in Jesus' name. One day, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? One day, you are going to travel to Switzerland. And when you go to Switzerland, you're going to see our churches there. And when you go, say, like, ah, this church is just like our church in Jones," Because the pastor there, at the same grade that is on, uh, on my life, which we all partook of our leader. So we are doing it the way we are doing it. You see, I've seen, I've heard over and over again. I've got, a, I've got a call from a certain brother who was with us in Nigeria, and then he went to uh, Boston. And he said, when he went to church, it was just like our church in Nigeria. In or whatever. it was just like that because the spirit is the same. Somebody say amen. The spirit is what? It's the same. If you don't catch the spirit, we destroy the beauty of it. Hallelujah. That is why, how many of you know Guardiola? You know the name Pep Guardiola? How many of you have heard the name before? Can I see your hand if you know He's a coach, the coach of Man City. His style of play, when he was the coach of Barcelona and the coach of Bayern Munich and the coach now coach of Manchester City, his style of play is the same. His way of coaching is the same. So since he moved to Man City, he has his own style. Somebody asked him, why don't you buy Ronaldo? They asked Guardiola, "Why don't you buy Ronaldo?" He said, he doesn't fit into my style of play." He said, that "Ronaldo is a good player. Ronaldo is a star, but my style is different. So when I, he will not fit in." Do I understand what I'm saying? He will not fit in because Guardiola is a star. He's a great player, but God but the star, the way. Uh, the coach plays and train the people. One another doesn't fit in, so one another cannot play. So I'm saying that in the ministry, God wants us to fit in beautifully. I see you fitting in the name of Jesus, and by the grace of God, this church is not the only good church. Either. There are a lot of good churches. But whilst we are here, let us trust God to fit into the plan well. And when He fit into the plan, will play as a beautiful team. When they come to church, they see the ushers, they see the choristers, they see the lady, they see the. Say, so, ah, this is just like the church that we, the, the church in New York, this general church in South Africa, the church in Zambia. Get They see a certain pattern that make the ministry work, and I see that grace coming upon our lives. May the grace of our Father be upon us also. You may never have seen. You see. Do you remember one day, Bible says in the book of Acts, the Bible said that when they took Peter and John, when the people saw him, when they saw Peter and John, the Bible said they took notes that they have been with Jesus. When they saw the way they are doing ministry, they saw the way they pray for that, they saw the grace, they said, this thing, we saw it on Jesus. They took note of them that these guys have been with Jesus. Acts chapter 4, verse 13, isn't there? Acts chapter 14. They took notes of them. Vera, I know you are hungry, but sit down. We are closing now for. the beautiful, ready? Guess about. Hmm. As for. Bible said, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men they marveled, and they took knowledge of them. May people take knowledge of you. I said, may people take knowledge of you. Daniel, may they take knowledge of you. They took knowledge of them. Ah, Daniel is really Bishop Saki's son. Amen. Really Bishop Saki's son. Why? I told you last, I told you yesterday, in our ministry, the first key. To prosperity. Should I say it again? Maybe you forgot I said yesterday. The first key to prosperity in our ministry is seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And everything will follow. Clap your hands for the Lord. That is our first key to prosperity. If you want to know what is the mantra, what does this church believe? Do we believe in praying for? The, we believe in praying for prosperity. We believe, but the first key is doing the work of God. And we know that if we seek for the kingdom of God, everything else. Watch my lips. I said, no, "Watch my lips." If you seek for the kingdom of God, everything else you ever desire will follow. Clap your hands for the Lord, everybody. Amen. I said, "Amen." So, we are going to take a little break and then get ourselves ready for, I will take a break, have breakfast, break for breakfast. And then when we come back straight away, we will be watching our bishop minister to us on the campaigns. And then I will come back and talk to you about the culture of the ministry, how to uh, carry the spirit of the ministry. I'm going to talk to you about um, the culture. The culture. You know that every 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 tribe has this culture, isn't it? The this culture is different from Yoruba culture. And Yoruba culture is different from Igbo culture. Is it true or correct? Is it true? is it Yoruba that fall down, lie down when they greet you? But the people say, only God is greater. So they don't lie down before anybody. They just stretch your hand and shake you. That's also their culture. The culture of Yoruba is that a grown-up, you have to bow and go down and lie down. So when I was in Ibadan I really liked it. I felt like a king. Everyone would come and lie in front of me. But when I came here and I met Bennett, Mary just said, hello, Bishop. Just raise your hand like that. I said, ah, this guy isn't in I realize that he's from the east. He's not from the west. But well, they will lie down. I just oh, but wouldn't he lie down? He shook his head. He doesn't lie down. He respects, but he will not lie. Because people, they are lying down, but they still don't respect. They are lying down, but inside of them, they are standing up. What a shock. So cultures are different. Houses also, I don't know what the the house culture is. Or your tribe. What is your tribe? Go You know your culture. What a shock. There are some cultures where when you are getting married, the woman brings things to marry the man. There are there some cultures in Nigeria like that? If you are getting married to a woman, the woman will bring seven cows to marry you. I really wish those, that culture was in Ghana. I'd be very happy. Hey, that my wife that I've met, I want to marry, she'll bring seven cows. No, no, there are cultures like that. Yeah. Look, Dennis is asking why. He wants to go to the area and go and marry from that tribe. What a shock. That's their culture. They bring the man. They want to bring cows and marry the man. Wow. It's very, 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 very nice. There are some cultures when a woman is serving you food, he has to go on her, on her knees and walk on her knees for about, about uh, 10 meters, kneeling and coming. I said, they should bring it to Ghana. My wife, will kne- hey, where is she? She's gone out. Okay, I can see it. What a shock. No, no. There are cultures in the church also, there's a culture. We're going to learn the culture of the church. Say amen. And how God is going to help us to be blessed. Stand to your feet, everybody. Thank you, Father. Lift up two hands and say to the Lord, Lord, I'm ready to learn. Yes talk to god for just 2 minutes and then bring. everybody lift your two hands up speak to god speak to god speak to god inta shata labada yada rabada rafa raba tu read al badal 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 Thank you, Lord. Father, dia Thank you, de. Ikana bara This first part of our meeting, we are praying for grace and for mercy. We are praying that you be gracious to us. Amen. And help us. Amen. Give us stamina. Yes, Lord. Give us the capacity. Yes, Lord. To receive all that we have to receive. Amen. Fill us with your anointing. Amen. Fill us with your grace. Yes. May after the close of today, we know of a truth that we are anointed by you. Amen. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen, Amen.